Want to have better conversations? Join my free 21-day confidence-building course. You'll learn how to effectively talk about yourself and clearly explain what you do, so you'll be able to have more meaningful conversations with less awkward silences. Sign up now at freeconfidencecourse.com. You're listening to Stand Out Get Noticed, the show that helps you communicate with confidence so you can stand out from the crowd and get noticed by all the right people. If you want to be a person of influence and achieve success in business and in life, this podcast is for you. To subscribe to the show, go to thecmethod.com. What's up, Rockstar? I'm Christina Cantor's communication skills trainer, founder of The C Method, and host of this show. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode 43, and in this episode, I'm sharing with you my nine golden rules for connecting and rejecting on social media. Now, in episode 41, I talked about how important it is to be strategic about your connections and how to really nurture those relationships for the best chance of success in your business or career. And if you missed that one, I highly recommend you have a listen. It's at thecmethod.com slash CRM. That's thecmethod.com slash CRM. Now, since I've been working really hard at putting all my connections into my CRM, which stands for Customer Relationship Management System, (laughs) and so I've been working really hard at that and I've been connecting with a bunch of new people, I've been learning a a few new things along the way that, that work and that don't work when it comes to connecting on social media. And it can be tricky, this whole connection thing, like how do you actually connect with people, especially if you're new to LinkedIn and if you're unsure of all the protocols. And I've also had a few gripes with people who connect with me in a less than ideal way. So if you're looking to build your business or to find a job and are using social media as one way to do so, or if you intend to use social media, or if you're annoyed with all of those friend requests that you get from random people, you'll find this episode valuable. Before I get to that, a couple of quick announcements. Firstly, a big shout out to ANZ Talk of the Town Toastmasters. We had our first meeting on Monday night this week and I gave a speech. I did my speech project number three. It was a seven-minute speech about how to suck less at explaining what you do. I'd like to give a massive thanks to everyone who voted me best speaker for the night. That was a win. Yay! I'll put, I'll actually put the video of my speech in the show notes at thecmethod.com slash rules. That's thecmethod.com slash rules. If you're in Melbourne and you want to see what Toastmasters is all about, get in touch with me and I'll send you a guest invitation. We always love having guests come along and don't worry, we won't force you to speak at your very first meeting. Now, speaking of sucking less at explaining what you do, I'll actually be hosting a free workshop on Tuesday, January 2nd that teaches you how to do exactly that. I'm super excited about it. It's going to be a highly practical workshop and you'll be creating a personal elevator pitch that you can use in social and business situations and you'll have plenty of opportunity in the workshop to practice it too. So I hope to see you there. Go to the show notes at thecmethod.com slash rules for the link where you can sign up. Okay, let's move on to the meat of this episode. Nine golden rules for connecting and rejecting on social media. 
Okay, before I start, please note that these rules relate mostly to LinkedIn and Facebook, as these are the platforms that I'm most active on. With Twitter, you can follow anyone really, so you don't need to actually, you know, request to connect with someone. So I'm not going to be talking about Twitter. And I'm not a massive Instagram user, to be honest. I don't use it for my business, but I'm sure some of the concepts in here will still apply to Instagram if you're trying to connect with someone who is a private user. Okay, let's go. Rule number one, define your goals. The very first thing you need to do is decide what are you using each platform for and what are you trying to achieve? So for me, I like to keep my Facebook somewhat personal and private and I use LinkedIn for my business development and to make business connections. And of course, I'm trying to grow my business, the C method. So if someone who's from a business context wants to connect, then LinkedIn is the place to go for that. So I don't want my business connections to see pictures of my vacations or my parties or whatever. Does that make sense? So think about your goal. Are you trying to connect with as many people as possible? Do you want to look like you've just got a million friends or are you looking for a job? Are you looking to grow your business? Work out what your goals are with social media, write them down, and then that's going to help you with the next golden rule. Okay, golden rule number two is establish your boundaries. Okay, so once you've got your goals in place of what you want to achieve with LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever, set some rules for yourself to make it easier when deciding who you're going to connect with and who you let into your network. Okay, so some boundaries might be maybe you have a maximum friend number on Facebook. Maybe you don't connect with anyone you haven't met. Maybe you are happy to connect with people who you haven't met, but they're still part of a group that you belong to. Okay. Now I'm not sure what you're like, but I don't friend just anyone on Facebook. Even though it may potentially help my business by having thousands of friends, I have a general rule that I don't add anyone unless I've met them face to face. And I don't care how many mutual friends we've had. I've been added by people from different communities like the digital nomad community in Chiang Mai in Thailand or from people in the podcast community. And when they add me, it shows that we have like 20 or 30 mutual friends. But if I still haven't met them, I'm not going to add them just because we're part of the same community. If we don't have that relationship already established, then it's just, it's a no. I mean, the way I see it is if I'm not friends with you in real life, if I haven't met you and hung out with you in real life, why would I be friends with you on Facebook? I don't know if you're a creepy stalker, okay? I don't know if, you, if you're a complete dickhead. Now, I believe that you need to draw the line somewhere. And personally, I'd rather pay more attention to fewer people on Facebook and have less stuff in my feed, to be honest. I used to have a boundary. I think it was a maximum friend number of, I think it was like 300. And since I went traveling, it's now, it went up and I constantly was culling. I actually had a friend in, friend out rule. So if I friended someone, I'd have to unfriend someone else who I hadn't spoken to in, in years. Um, but I kind of let that go. And now I have, I think I've got about 600 Facebook friends and I don't really want it to get any more than that. So I might have to set a new maximum friend count for myself. So that's golden rule number two, establish your boundaries. Golden rule number three, pick your platform when connecting with someone else. 
So let's say that you want to connect with someone who you admire, or you want to get in touch with, or it's for a potential job. You need to pick the platform that's appropriate to them. So you need to look at what platform are they active on. Okay, maybe it's more of a business-related thing. But if they're not on LinkedIn and if they use Facebook for business, let's say, or maybe they use Twitter for for business, have a look and see where they're most active, and then that's the one that, in my opinion, you should make the effort to connect on. Okay, because that's their preferred method of contact. And also, again. If it's business or personal, that might determine whether you're going to choose to connect with them on Facebook or LinkedIn. Okay, so that's a pretty easy one. Golden rule number four: message someone first when you friend request them on Facebook. That's if you don't know them. Okay, so if you don't know someone and you want to friend them, I would highly recommend that you message them first. So you can actually message people who you're not friends with. It will send them a message request, and then if they accept this message request, then they will read it. And I've had a few of these before, but it's very rare. What happens is I usually get people connecting with me on Facebook, and I don't know who they are. So what I do is I send them a message first, and I write, "Ah,、oh, hi, so so and so, thank you for the friend request. Just wondering if we've met." Or I reference an event if I know which community they're a part of.、Um, for example, did we meet at Podcast Movement last year, or did we meet in Chiang Mai last year? You know, you can I can tell which community they're a part of by the mutual friends that we that we have. Now I've had people reply back to me saying, "No, we haven't met. I was just adding everyone who was at the conference," or "Oh, I found you in the Facebook group," and someone actually said. Oh, I just did a blast friend ad for everyone who's living in this city, in this community, and I'm like, really? I mean, would you walk up to a stranger? This is like in real life. Would you walk up to a stranger and say, "Hello, I request that you be my friend"? No freaking way! Yet people do it on Facebook. I just, I don't understand. Is there? I don't know. Is there something wrong with me? Anyway, if you want to reach out to someone who you haven't. Met before, I would recommend that you message them first and say, "Hi, we're part of this this community," or "I know so and so, and and I know we have these mutual friends. I'd love to connect with you here. I know we haven't met, but I promise I'm not a stalker, right? You can make a joke out of it, okay? That's going to personalize your request and make the other person so much more likely to add them. And in fact, if I got a message like that, I would be even if I even though I do have this golden rule, I would still be interested in that person, and I'd maybe check out their profile. I'd see what website I'd check out their website or whatever. And if I liked what I saw, then yes, maybe I would add them. So that's just me, but I'm sure a lot of other people have these same feelings as well. Okay, we're up to golden rule number five. Do not machine gun potential LinkedIn connections. Okay, so when you're on LinkedIn, LinkedIn finds people in your email address book and also people who are second degree connections, and by that I mean you both have at least one connection in common. And then I find that after you connect with someone, you're actually presented with a page of all of these potential connections, and each one has a connect button underneath. And there's also an option to connect with all, so you can send this like machine gun blanket, like bam, 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 invite every single person. Now, if you see this, do not do it. Please do not. 
every single one of those people will get a generic connection request. And some of those people you may not know very well, if at all. And if you want to make a great first impression on some of these people, if they're important, then you're not going to get by with a generic request. Okay. And that leads me to golden rule number six. Number six is personalize your LinkedIn connection request. Okay, like I said with rule number five, do not send just a generic blanket connection request to everyone and even to individuals. Go to their profile page, okay? Go to their individual profile page and then click connect. That's how you'll get the option to send them a personalized message. So go to their profile page, click connect. And then it comes up and asks, how do you know this person? Are you their friend? Are you, have you done business together? And if you're not their friend, be honest. If you need to, click other and then it'll ask for their email address. And finding email addresses are generally really easy to find. They might already be there on their LinkedIn profile. It might be on their website or you can use a tool called Voila Norbert, which I'll put a link to in the show notes. Um, it's a little tool that you can use to find anyone's email address. It's really good. I've used it a lot. I'll pop that in the show notes. So pop in their email address and then where it says there, um, I'd like to connect with you. There's like that a generic um, message there in the message box. Don't ever use that. Delete that, right? And I always write a personal message and I'll say, hi, so-and-so, we met at this event or whatever, just wanted to connect here. Cheers, Christina Cantors, right? So a simple message like that, it makes a big difference. Or you could even say, I see you're connected with so-and-so, right? If it's a common connection. I'm also in the whatever speaking industry. Would you be willing to connect here? Or another thing you could do is send them a tweet first. I love Twitter for this. It's, it's awesome. You can just follow anyone, right? And you can send them public messages. So if you really want to connect with someone, say on LinkedIn, and start to build a relationship with them, and you see that they're active on Twitter, you can send them a little tweet to say, hey, I read your book, or I saw you speak at this event, or you can tweet them a link to an article from them and, and tag them in it and say, hey, I just read this article by this author, so good. And then when you connect with them on LinkedIn, you can say, hey, I sent you a couple of tweets, read your book, really enjoyed it. Thanks so much. Uh, would you be willing to connect here? Okay. And then that just, you've already started to build that relationship. Even though it's through a simple tweet, you're starting to build that relationship and it's going to be a much warmer introduction when you connect with them on LinkedIn. Alrighty. Golden rule number seven is about timing. And the rule is connect straight away. So this is as in connect straight away after you've met them. So timing is really important. If you meet someone at an event and you have a good chat about stuff and then you leave it for a week or a month to actually connect with them on LinkedIn, they may not remember who you are and what you talked about. So if you can, send them a connection request on the day that you meet them or the day after. And of course, remember to Give them a personalized message and say, hey, it was great to meet you last night. Um, I loved chatting about this. Would you know? Just wanted to connect here. It would be great to keep in touch. Thanks, right? They're going to remember exactly who you are if you follow up quickly. Okay, and the final two rules are about how do you reject someone who is connecting with you? <laughs> Rule number eight, 
Send a polite rejection message to people you don't want to connect with. Okay, so firstly, you're going to have to refer back to rules one and two for this. So what are your goals and what are your boundaries? Okay, so this is going to help you establish who is going to get your rejection message. So at the moment, I have 75 friend requests on Facebook that I haven't responded to. And I don't know who these people are, so I don't want to accept their request, but I don't want to ignore them at the same time because that's kind of rude, right? So you know how I mentioned earlier if I asked, when I asked people if we'd met before? And if they say no, what I do is I say, I write to them and I say, I'm sorry, but I don't actually add people I've never met face to face, but maybe we will meet someday at whatever event. Yeah. And then I leave it at that. And then most people write back and say, okay, no worries. Maybe we will, maybe we will meet. <laughs> I found that that's worked for me so far. Now, if it's a really awkward situation where you actually do know this person, but you just don't want to be Facebook friends with them, you can always add them and then unfollow them so that you can't see their posts. And you can also put them on a restricted setting. Then you can change your photo or post settings to show to everyone except people who are restricted. Yeah. Does that make sense? There are heaps of tutorials on this online. It's not, you know, I'm not a social media expert, but if you Google for tutorials on like how to um, change settings to restricted on Facebook, that will come up for sure. And my golden rule number nine for connecting and rejecting with people on social media is give them alternative ways to follow you. And this rule takes rule number eight to the next level. And I was inspired by my friend George Siosi Samuels, who I interviewed in one of my earlier episodes. And he hosts the It Will Come show. It's a new podcast video series. You should totally check it out. And in one of his episodes, he shares a message that he received from John Lee Dumas, who hosts the massively successful show Entrepreneur on Fire. Now, George sent John a Facebook friend request, and John sent him a message to say, thanks for the request. Unfortunately, I've hit my maximum because, yes, he has 5,000 friends on Facebook. And then John writes in his message, but you can follow my page here. You can subscribe to my show here, etc., etc., etc. Like these are all the different ways you can follow me. And I thought this was an awesome idea because it means you're still not losing out on having that person potentially follow you, right? So this is something I am going to implement instead of ignoring friend requests that come in because ignoring is a little bit rude and I don't like being rude. So there you go. Those are my nine golden rules for connecting and rejecting on social media. Just to give you a, qu a quick recap, number one, define your goals. Number two, establish your boundaries. Number three, pick your platform when connecting with someone else. Number four, message someone first when you friend request them on Facebook. Number five, do not machine gun potential LinkedIn connections. Number six, personalize your LinkedIn connection message. Number seven, connect straight away after you've met them. Number eight, send a polite rejection message to people you don't want to connect with. And number nine, when you do give them that rejection message, give them alternative ways to follow you. Well, I hope that was helpful. 
give just give these rules a, a go and, and see if they make any difference to how willing people are to connect with you and if it makes your life any easier when it comes to dealing with connection overload. Of course, these are just rules that I follow and that what I have found work for me. Now, I'd like to know what are your golden rules? Do you, do you have any golden rules? Do you have anything to add to this? I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you do. Join the conversation at thecmethod.com slash rules. You can leave a comment there in the show notes. And if you haven't been able to take notes during this episode, there will be a summary of the nine golden rules there in the show notes for you too. Oh, and also there will be a link there to the free elevator pitch workshop I'll be running on February 2nd. Would love to see you there. So that address again is thecmethod.com slash rules. Okay, and that's all from me for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a beautiful week and I'll see you next time. Keep on being awesome. My name's Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. Get Noticed.